What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tassib is your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tassib is your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brandon Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I am your host, Brandon Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but it's still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with someone and reminisce about the crazy old days. Most weeks I'll be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City, Autumn Foster. Hi, Brandon. What's up? Not much. You're becoming a podcasting star. I know. I work here at Gotham, the podcast studio, and uh, people like me for some reason. So We love I you. End, I keep ending up on podcasts. Yeah. So <laughs> it was fun because uh, we had another guest cancel. Mm-hmm. Not last minute, though. And as I was telling you this yesterday, you were like, I was like, do you want to fill in? And you were like, yeah, I could fill in. <laughs> and I kind of said it like, and I was like, wait, yeah, you can fill in. <laughs> I have the you credentials. You can rock it. <laughs> I was like, you've done podcasts before. You've been on Help with Natalie Cuomo. I have. I'm a Natalie's producer. Plug everything. Plug yes. it all right now. Yeah. yeah. Gotham um, Production Studios. <laughs> uh, come to Gotham Production Studios. Record your podcast. Uh, you might get me. Um, I produce Help with Natalie Cuomo. I'm on all of her bonus episodes on her fourth wall, which is helpwithnatalie.com. Uh, it's like a Patreon, except they take less of a cut. Um, Ooh, interesting. Ooh, it's yeah. called Fourth Wall? Yeah. And they have a I merch did, built in, I like print down. on demand. So you should definitely switch to Fourth Um Yeah, because I do Printful now, which is print on demand. But then mm-hmm. I have to link that through the Patreon. And it's like a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. No, Fourth Wall is great. It like lets you do like coupon codes and shit. Um, oh, really? We have like a if you subscribe to the highest tier, then you get a discount on your merch. Yeah, that's I was great. trying to do something <laughs> like that through Patreon, but it's too hard to do it through Patreon and then go to the Printful site mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah. Well, look at this. Look at that. So I can I give wa- you a referral code. We can both get $10. There we go. <laughs> I might have to switch over to fourth wall. I just started getting more patrons, too. Doing the We were talking about it yesterday, doing the uh, Tales from the Restaurant, mm-hmm. which has been fun. Um, the woman from uh, The Bear came in last night. The one, Have you ever seen The Bear? Uh, Ayo Adabiri, that woman? No, no. not that woman. No. Um, the one who plays the uh, Latina cook. Oh, right. Tina. Yes. Yeah. She came in last night and my man, I didn't work. My manager texted me and was like, do you know who this is? And I was like, yeah, I love the bear. She's like, she's here right now. And she was like freaking out. I was like, you freak out. Like Neil Patrick Harris came in and she's like, yeah, whatever. And then like, um, there's this one older uh, Italian actor who was like in all those mob movies and stuff. I forget his name. He's probably in like his fifties, mm-hmm. but he was like a, a hunky guy back in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. And he comes in all the time and she like freaks out. I'm like, this guy's barely a character actor. Like, what is happening? It's interesting, like, people that, like, don't freak out about celebrities, like, who they choose to freak out about. Yeah, it Maybe is a weird choose, thing. But, yeah. Like, what they're by Because I obviously am like that with Comet. So, like, when Sam comes into the restaurant, I'm always like, oh, hey, Sam. Do you want to come sit in the – I got a booth for you right now. <laughs> and everyone's like, who's that? I'm like, it's Sam Morell, guys. Come on. He's a great comic. 
Like, we've never heard of him. Like, shut up. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, it's weird. I was talking about this uh, with you yesterday, but we'll tell the listeners. When Neil Patrick Harris came in, I did the thing where you're at the computer, but you're also, like, doing bits loud enough for mm-hmm. the celebrity to hear you. And it's so – it's hindsight, it's super embarrassing. But in the moment, I'm like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to make him laugh. And I got him. And then yeah. I was like, we're best friends now. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. Well, you get a lot of people who come in here, I'm sure. Yeah. Is it weird because – there's a big chasm in pod. Everyone has a podcast. Mm-hmm. So do you get people who come in with like these big hotshot podcasts and there's just like people you've never even thought to hear? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like if it's like real estate brokers and they're like on, you know, selling Sunset or whatever. And then they come in here and you're like, I don't really I rent an apartment. I don't really follow this. Um, this is a little bit messed up. But one of my favorite things to do when celebrities come is just be like, hi, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do they freak out? No, not usually. <laughs> Are they like- I think sometimes they look like a little bit offended. Like there was this one guy that came in. Like he came up through the, the service entrance. Yeah. And none of us recognized him. I, I still don't remember his name. Um, But he just walked in and he was like, I'm name. And we were like, Okay, are you here for a show? And he just kept saying his name, and we we're like, okay. That's not helping us. <laughs> Who, what, do you, was it like, what was he associated with? Uh, I think he was like a actor okay i think i didn't know because i know you guys did that thing with msg for a while so mm-hmm. i didn't know if there were like athletes coming up and everyone's just like yeah cool man yeah i wouldn't recognize like if only like i would i mean i'm not gonna put it past the people who work here but i would assume only suki would be like that's fucking <laughs> jj reddick come on guys uh, and everyone's suki, like uh, raul and uh johnny keep talking about sports oh yeah. Like, yeah i didn't know raul was a sports guy oh yeah he loves basketball oh really yeah oh so he probably wouldn't yeah <laughs> me and brianna are the only women here so whenever they talk about sports they go in her office and like listen to her talk about taylor swift <laughs> that makes me feel better <laughs> taylor swift that's another one coming up on the uh, tales from the restaurant not her but travis kelsey oh, right <laughs> not we've talked about that not the best but you have to tune in for that it's so a good one you better subscribe you better subscribe uh autumn let's talk about you okay so are you originally from new york no i'm from massachusetts okay uh boston or the western part um i'm from central massachusetts I'm okay. from the little town that's right next to worcester Okay. So I just tell people I'm from Worcester. Yeah, you're from fucking Worcester, dude. From fucking Worcester. <laughs> Do you, uh, did you have an accent at any point? No. Um, I went to college in Boston. Where'd you go? And, uh, to Mass Art. Okay. What's that? Uh, it's an art school. <laughs> it's a state art school for okay. uh, film and video. Um, oh, so another... you actually went to school for all this. Yeah. Uh, there's another film school in Boston, Emerson, which is much better and much more expensive. I've and that's heard where, of Emerson. That's where my fiance went. That's, oh, really? That's where everyone important went. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's always it's always funny because I've I've and the listeners are probably sick of this and I've talked about this ad nauseum, but it's interesting because my girlfriend Tracy's also from she's from Sudbury, yeah, up in uh, the Boston, Massachusetts area, and it's interesting because they all went to school outside of Mass, hmm. and coming from Florida, where we have like Florida State, the University of Florida, Miami, which is private, but still, it's like we have all these big schools in the state. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, why would you go? And their point is, like, unless it's a private school, an Ivy League school, or an art school, there's nowhere to really go in mm-hmm. Massachusetts because everything kind of stinks if it's not one of those three. So you yeah. went to art school. Yes. So um, what was the – why? What was the thing? Uh, so What I, was it? I liked to draw a lot. Yeah. Um, and up until halfway through my first year of college, I thought I wanted to be an illustrator. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, luckily, they – like you couldn't declare your major until the end of your first year. The, okay. Uh, the first year is like your foundation year where you have to take drawing classes, 3D classes, 
uh, some film stuff. Like I think more schools should do that. Yeah. I also, I went to a trade school for high school and they also made you do this like kind of exploratory. Oh, really? So when you went, you say a trade school, were you like learning how to change oils and stuff or were you? Um, I did do that for a week. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I ended up in the graphic communications shop, which was like a graphic design and um, printing press operation. Okay. Which I was really good at and I won awards for doing. Did you really? Uh For operating a two-color offset Heidelberg printing press. Boom. Shouts out. (laughs) You were an award winner. Yeah. Uh, How does that – because people don't use printing presses anymore. Um, They do for like books. Um, A what? what? Books. But I don't – I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm like, I don't – what's a book? No. So we'd print like the student handbooks and we did a lot of uh, work for like nonprofits. Okay. And Um, this was in high school? In high school, yeah. Okay. What what prompted you to go to a trade school? Um, Were you always – we ask the hard-hitting questions here on Extra Human Buddy. <laughs> Were you always kind of like into the art? Because you and I talk about movies and mm-hmm. like D&D and like role-playing games and stuff like that because those are two things that – or those are things that you and I are both really into. Mm-hmm. Do you – when you were like in elementary school, were you like, oh, I want to do art? I want to do graphic design? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So is that how you ended up at that school? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the idea of regular high school, terrible. Yeah. Why, why would you do that it's if you don't have to? The worst. <laughs> it's the worst. So mean. Well, it was interesting because Zach was in here yesterday. Uh, weird time thing. Last week for you guys. Uh, but he was the popular kid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, like high school parties. And I was like, no, actually, I have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. Did not go to a single about. party in high school. Nope. I don't know <laughs> I what you're I, talking I about. I think I went to two parties in college, and one of them was like an Oscars viewing party. So it didn't Oh, count. really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, this is fascinating to me. So you go to this trade school for mm-hmm. high school. And then coming out of high school, you knew you wanted to do something in the arts. At the time, it was illustration. Mm-hmm. And then you were just like, okay, I'm going to go to mass art and I'll major in illustration. Mm-hmm. How is that? This is always something that's interesting to me when it comes to the arts. Because in obviously with stand-up, like I did a show at the stand a couple uh, weeks ago. And the, the whole – like seven people in the front row were there mm-hmm. because they were going to NYU – and they took a comedy class at NYU. That was like an offered accredited class. Mm-hmm. So the professor brought them to watch a real live stand-up comedy show. That's cool. Yeah, and we were having fun with them. Like I did a bit where I say something to the audience and I expect them to. And so I lean down and I'm like, that's called a call and response. <laughs> and then I did a callback and I go, now that's a callback where you reference a joke. And I'm like, why is no one taking notes? Like This is very <laughs> valuable information. Uh-huh. But I found it so fascinating because I was like, we just went to open mics Mm -hmm. and just like a lot of my friends who draw, it's like they just draw and then they get into like graphic design. Like the guy who made all the merch that we're wearing Mm -hmm. was someone who was just like super into it and then just started doing it. So in your mind, were you like, I want to get better at illustration or were you like, this is the way like you finish school and you go to college? Like what prompted to do something in the, to go to school for something in the arts? Cause a lot of times people will just do it. Yeah. It was, um, my family's belief was like, you have to go to college, even though I was the first one in my family to go to college. <laughs> they were like, you, Autumn, you have to. You don't have a choice. None of my other siblings have gone to college. No. Were you the oldest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so I, you go and then after they're like, terrible mistake, scratch that from the uh, requirements for the, the siblings. Like, like they're not, like my parents aren't even paying for it. I'm paying for it. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what affected them about it, but <laughs> what was it? that's a weird thing too because I was only on a partial scholarship, but I went to college because that's 
Like, I grew up in an environment where that's what you did. You yeah. went to high school, and then you went to college, and I was fortunate enough to play football for the first couple of years. And But it was a weird thing because it's like now I have all this student loan debt, mm-hmm. and I do stand-up, and it's like <laughs> – what was this for? <laughs> yeah. Like, so when my tables get really snarky and they're like, why do you wait tables? And I was like, well, actually I have two degrees. So let's all pump the brakes here. <laughs> Everybody calm down. Everyone stop being a dickhead. <laughs> so yeah. your parents were like, your family was like, you're going to college. Autumn, mm-hmm. you are going to college. So you're like, okay, I'll go to art school. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and is the, is the idea, what happens with the illustration? What happens? Um, so... As part of the foundation year, we were taking drawing classes, and I realized I really hated being told what to draw. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't do this for a career then. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, I have to do something else. So then I just kept going through the exploring classes, um, and then I realized that I really liked film. Yeah. So I went into that instead. Was that a thing where you like watched a lot of movies, and you're like, oh, I really do like this? Because it's a weird thing. For example, I went to school for business because mm-hmm. that's what everyone told me to do. And then I took one political science class and I go, oh, no, this is this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. because I was really into it. I say it all the time, but as, uh, anybody who's a child of divorce has been playing politics their whole life because mm-hmm. you have to, you know, you're it's two waging faction or warring factions. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got to figure out a tiptoe around it. Yeah. So for me, I was just like, oh, no, this is what I want to do. So you get there and you kind of have the opposite effect where you go, well, I guess it's similar. You go there, like I went for business and I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. And you realize film. Mm-hmm. Have you always been into like making movies? Because you're a lot younger than me. Were you like doing stuff on like phones and like making movies with your friends and all that kind of stuff? Um, I think I'm a little bit too old for TikTok. I remember my little sister showing me things and she's like, look, and then you do this. I'm like, yeah, that's called a whip pan. And she's like, whatever. It's a transition. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, the um, children. Yeah. I had done some like kind of video editing like in high school. So I like had an idea of like how that kind of thing works. And I like I loved podcasts. Um, so, yeah, it was like whenever I saw like good movies or like good TV and stuff, it like made me like excited and like jealous that I ha- I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like I know exactly what you mean. Some people get like discouraged seeing something that's really good. Like I'll never make anything that good, but yeah. it has the opposite effect on me. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm the, yeah, in the same way. When I see a comic do a bit about something that I've been working on for a while and they do it like so effortlessly and succinctly, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like jokingly, I'll be like, oh, I should just quit comedy. But in my head, I'm like, all right, we got to fucking back to the drawing board. Like, <laughs> let's do it. Sometimes it makes you feel good when um, – like you see an idea that you had that like someone else is doing really well. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I have good ideas. <laughs> I So this is something that Savannah, my ex, has a great time doing. She will see things that are like memes or GIFs mm-hmm. based on jokes that I've done for years. And then she'll see like a GIF of it and send it to me. And then I'll click on it. And it's got like 10 million views. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think she just does it because she's like, oh, this is your thing. And she'll send it. But in my head, I'm like, okay, so this is re- like people like what this bit is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's now been stolen and butchered and turned into a gift. But this idea was right. Yeah. Because that's the thing that frustrates me about social media. And we talk about it on like every episode. And I've talked to Natalie about this extensively. Mm-hmm. But it's this whole idea of like, okay, I do this at a show and people think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But then I put it up online and it like gets no traction. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, the algorithm. And I'm like, that, that's not, that can't be the reason. <laughs> can't be the reason every time. Yeah, please. right. <laughs> and then I'm like, maybe I'm just not funny. But then I'll see like a meme of like when your ex posts a picture of her at the beach with two glasses, you know she's seeing someone else. And I'm like, 
How does this have 10 million retreats? I've been talking about this on stage for like a year and nobody cares. And then someone turned it into a meme and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so for you, film, I want to talk about that. You've always been into movies, right? Because mm-hmm. you and I talk about movies a lot. Now, is that something that you're like super passionate about? Like when you were a kid? Because that's how I was. Like there are certain movies and I talk about it on stage. I've talked about it with you, but like a Knight's Tale, Shawshank Redemption, the second, the Dark Knight, the second Batman. Like there are certain movies that Starship Troopers I've seen a million times. And I'm like, these are actually some of them are universally accepted as really good movies like the Dark Knight. And then there's movies like Starship Troopers where people are like that's dumb. And I'm like, actually, the underlying theme of the movie mm-hmm. about the government failing, the military taking over like, that's exactly what's happening right now. Like, yeah. how can nobody see this? <laughs> like, in the movie, they literally have a line where they say, where democracy failed and the military took control, mm-hmm. which imposed stability. And I'm like, that's what's happened. Like, <laughs> so there's, and Paul Verhoeven, I think, is a genius. So were you like that when you were younger? Were you like, oh, this movie, like, speaks to me? Yes. I love uh, pulling shit apart. Sorry. I love yeah. pulling shit apart and, like, figuring out what, like, underlying themes and messages are. Yeah. Like what that. was what was the movie that can you remember the first movie where you watched it and you were like oh this Ooh. I don't think I can mine <laughs> so this will sound obvious because I'm a, a white male in his 30s but mine was Shawshank Redemption <laughs> mm-hmm. because I watched my older brother six years older than me and it was on TNT all the time so I remember we watched it on TNT and I didn't really get it I just remember like sobbing when spoiler alert when Brooks kills himself Brooks mm-hmm. he kills himself I remember like crying because I was like that poor old guy. And then years went by and I watched it as like an older person, like in my 20s. And I was like, oh, this is like a metaphor for everything. Mm -hmm. Like life, it's a metaphor for work. It's a metaphor for like being in situations you shouldn't be in, but you're in them anyway. So like, how do you deal with that? I was like, this is so much more than just a prison movie. Mm -hmm. We're all trapped in a prison of sorts. Like this, that's what the movie's about. Mm -hmm. And then I started to like have that kind of, wherewithal when I would watch other movies. So again, like Starship Troopers, everyone's like, oh, that's dumb. I wrote a dissertation on it in Mm -hmm. college because I was like, no, this means like this is important. And so when you watch it, does your fiance get mad? Because like when you guys watch movies, are you like, shut up, this is important. (laughs) No, uh, we both love talking during movies, but he like also works in media production. Oh, does he? Okay, yeah, yeah, he does uh, visual effects for television. Does he really? Yeah. So well, um, that Emerson degree going yeah. to good work. <laughs> so he's always pointing out like a bad CG and stuff. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. That's it's interesting you say that because whenever I watch because just doing editing for the podcast, you become very, very um, aware of all the work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. So when I see like even a good trailer, I'm like, that must have taken hours because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's someone sitting over Adobe Premiere Pro like scrub here, dissolve there, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, jeez, man. <laughs> like I cut together like a clip and it's just like pans back and forth. And I'm like, that was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys must have a real appreciation for that kind of stuff. Yeah. God, I love editing. I what? love bad editing too. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at it. You do great oh, stuff. I mean, I like watching bad editing. Oh, watching. <laughs> I'm I was a fantastic say, what are you talking editor. About? Yeah, I was going to say, you're fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. So I want to get into some stories. Because Autumn does know what the show is about for everybody listening. Um, but before we get into that, how did you get to New York? Um, what, so what's your fiance? When did you meet? What's your fiance's name? Uh, Gage. Gage. We I met uh, March of 2020. Okay. So you were already in New York then? Uh, no. Okay. We, so yeah, uh, take us through it. We were in Boston. Um, we Boston we both- proper? <laughs> fucking Boston, dude? Yes. 
all the way Boston. Yeah. Uh, we both graduated 2021. So we met on Bumble. Oh. Um, we might have actually met in February, whatever, around that time. Um, and then we had like a couple dates and I was like super into him. Um, and then COVID happened and shut down our schools. Yeah. Um, so we continued like long distance. We would uh, Facebook video call every night and uh, play Stardew Valley together on the computer. That is <laughs> it was precious. Very nice. um, and then at the end of uh, our next school year, uh, when we both graduated. We, uh, was it he? He knew that there were a lot of uh, visual effects studios in New York City. Yeah. And he was like, well, I want to go there. And I was like, eh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, I work at Starbucks. I was like, I can work anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I, literally go anywhere. So I transferred to a Starbucks in the city. Um, and then he found an um, apprenticeship here. I was going to say, because New York does have a lot of those jobs, but they mm -hmm. are very coveted jobs. So mm -hmm. you have to start from the bottom. Yeah. So he was it the apprenticeship. Was that paid? Uh, it was paid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because if that's the thing that sucks about the arts um, is it's a lot of times, you know how it is. It's just like, yeah, you're going to work here for free mm -hmm. and then hope that you meet someone who's going to give you a job that pays. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is for stand up. We pay to do open mics, mm -hmm. hoping we'll get on a show and a bigger comic will see us and be like, hey, you want to come on the road with me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, well, maybe <laughs> next week. So you guys moved to New York and then you how did you end up at Gotham? Um, I got an internship in i want to say it was like september um 21 yeah okay so i had only only had to work at starbucks for another few months thank god um and yeah then i got an internship here and i just begged to uh stay and be paid and then they let me it was a free internship it was a free internship See, so you were doing the free internship <laughs> yeah um and so then they just let you stay and now you're now you're one of the bosses I, pretty much <laughs> <laughs> officially no <laughs> They might listen officially. I am not the boss, but, but yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. Cause I remember September 21. Cause I came here shortly after that mm -hmm. into the studio. You have only been at the new studio. Or you were at the old studio. I was at the old studio. Yeah. Yeah. God, we've known each other for years. So many years. Look at this. <laughs> it's weird how time works. Yeah. Cause you just wake up one day and you're like, I, it's funny when I cut the clips for, uh, when I used to cut the clips for power of how mm -hmm. I used the back end of, of the reel and it was from a different clip because I had an uh, uh, an editor cut clips together. And then what I would do this is kind of sneaky, but what I, Joe's listening. So he knows what I would do is he would put the back end of the reel where it said, like, listen on whatever, whatever. And he'd do it all cool and like wavy and stuff. And I didn't know how to do that. So I would just upload the whole clip and then just cut that back end off. Mm -hmm. So then I could just do it myself. Um, but the clip was always of me and Matt being like, 2023 is around the corner. That's going to be our year. <laughs> and every time I would listen to that in 2023, I was like, yeah, we still have a few months left. We still have a couple months left. We still have a month left. And now it's 2024. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think it was our year. I don't know if that <laughs> worked. But it's just so weird because it's like that seems like it was yesterday when we were recording in here for Power of How. Mm -hmm. And that was, God, two years ago. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, God. Death comes for us all. So you guys move to New York. You get the internship here, and then you start working here. Mm -hmm. And then you guys get engaged. We got engaged. See, the apps do work. <laughs> yeah, go Bumble. Yeah, right? Yeah, me and Tracy met on Hinge. And then her grandmother brought up the other day. She was like, so when are you guys going to, you know? <laughs> Tracy was like, "We what? <laughs> Shut up. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get into some of the stories now that we know the origin of how you got to New York. Mm -hmm. So you grew up outside in central Massachusetts. I always want to say outside of Boston because that's, does that happen a lot? Technically it was outside of Boston. Technically it was. Technically Daytona where <laughs> I grew up was outside, outside of Boston. <laughs> so, okay. So you weren't that far from it. No, it was close. 
Does it happen a lot where you say I'm from Massachusetts and people just assume it's Boston? Yeah. It has to happen it's, all the time. People know Boston. Sometimes they know Worcester. Is it? I always just associate Worcester as a suburb of Boston. Oh, no. It's like a whole hour drive away. Is it really? Yeah. Just because there's those people who are like, you're from Worcester, kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how many siblings? I have three siblings. All younger because you're the oldest. All younger, yeah. All sisters? Uh, I have two sisters and one brother. One brother. So the brother's the middle mm-hmm. because you said you have a youngest sister who showed you about TikTok. Mm-hmm. Is she a TikTok star? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, really? No, she just makes uh, videos that are just like slideshows okay. of her and her boyfriend set to like motionless and white songs. Oh, really? She's, she's an odd little kid. <laughs> Love. I do, I do find it fascinating, this generation. Now I sound like the old guy. The generation of, because I never threw away pictures. So, mm-hmm. like, I still have pictures. Like, I don't delete pictures off social media. So, like, when I go through a breakup, those are just there. Mm-hmm. Because as someone who majored in history, it's like, that was a moment in time. Mm-hmm. So, it needs to be remembered. That's the point. Yeah. That's why we took the pictures. Um, but it is interesting because... I think about people now and they're going to have like full videos and like mm-hmm. full, like they're archiving their day to day lives. So they meet someone and they think like, Oh, we're in love. And then three months later they break up. It's like, well, yeah, you could scrub that, but that's like half of your phone memory is yeah. pictures of you with that person. It's so much work. It's God, God, I couldn't imagine <laughs> having all that documentation. Mm-hmm. God, that would kill me. So, what was the family dynamic like? Were you guys big? Because, you know, you're pretty reserved. Were you guys, was it um, like either your, you or your siblings or anybody? You said you didn't really go to parties in high school at all? Do you think I'm reserved? I think you're very reserved. That's interesting. I was very weird well, <laughs> when I was younger. Um, I think the rest of my family is. Is reserved not the right word? Was that offensive? Did I offend you? No. I just thought I've never, no one's ever called me that before. Well, you're, <laughs> you know, you're, you're quiet. <laughs> Oh. When we come in, you're, you always say hello, but you're always like, oh, hi. <laughs> I'm working, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you're working. You're the boss, after all. Yeah, after all. No, but I, I – because, like, there, there's people like, you know, me. I'm bombastic. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm introverted because I don't like to be around people that often, yeah. when I am around people, I'm like, hey, what's <laughs> up? Yeah. Like, I try to make, you know, like, do that whole, like, ah! Yeah. So when I say reserved, I just mean you don't do that. You're not a crazy person <laughs> in that sense. That's fair. So growing up, because um, you said you didn't go to a lot of parties in high school. Mm-hmm. So what was that? You said weird, your word, not mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was? What do you mean by that? Like, were you goth? Were you like listening to punk music? Were you sitting in a corner? You know, um, I guess kind of sitting in the corner. I hung out with like just the other LGBT kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were kind of just a little group. Just a little group. Yeah. So big high school or small high school? Um, there were. 250 kids in our class. I okay. So, big. yeah, medium set. Well, mine was 529. I finished at um, number 25. Damn. <laughs> Take that, Emerson. What's up now, Gage? <laughs> so we had a, when we were graduating, we had like the, the tassels and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was uh, the top 10 people got tassels. And I was mad because if it was the top 10%, then I would have gotten one. Yeah. Did you steal someone else's? That's the only reason I remember that. No. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, my brother graduated. Uh, Kuma Sumlati, mm-hmm. and I just remember because I was so much younger than him. I was like, "It says see you. It says come <laughs> on the, the come program." Word on it. <laughs> <laughs> I only finished in the top half of my class because I was an IB. Ooh. I was like the bottom. That's like AP, right? Uh, it's a little better, but it's like AP <laughs> on steroids. It's an international program, hardest classes in the world. No brag. Uh, <laughs> no big deal. 
but I was only in the program because my brother was in it and excelled. And so they're like, oh, another TASIF boy. Like, we'll put him in there. And then they were like, this was a terrible mistake. <laughs> I was, but because even though I was at the bottom of the class at eight on IB, mm-hmm. because it was such a rigorous program, it automatically put me in the top half of the school, mm-hmm. which is the, if I wasn't in that, I would have been like 528 or 529 out of 529. What does your high school just, matter? Right? <laughs> Who cares? Who so then when you um so obviously are you are you going to you said you weren't going to parties but are you like drinking are you smoking weed are you doing any crazy things like that um i didn't start smoking weed until college okay um i was always very afraid like i've anxiety i'm sure we've talked about that yeah, sure. um, <laughs> i was always very afraid of yeah, getting we said we're in artists. trouble <laughs> like that's the brand of anxiety that i have is just like someone's going to be mad at you for this so yeah. you, you can't do it. so i was like very well behaved as well behaved as I could be. Um, yeah. How did that, how did that, was that something instilled in you at home or just in life or? Um, Cause I don't know where mine, I think mine comes from my house. Like just always, we were hyper competitive. So mm-hmm. everyone was always trying to be the best at what they did. But then also it was one of those things where I, but like, I didn't like, yeah, I, you know, occasionally as a kid, everyone gets hit, you know, you do something really stupid mm-hmm. and yeah, like, you know, people lash out. But, like, it's not like I was routinely, like, beaten. Like, yeah. I don't, so I don't know where that – but I was always so worried about getting in trouble. Yeah. And I don't have no idea where that comes from. I have a very uh, snippy mom who's, okay. uh, who's like, um, like a because I said so. Like, nothing yeah. was really, like, explained to you if you did oh, anything wrong. That. It was just like, don't do that. I'm like, why? <laughs> I, lead, I lead by answering that kind of question. Like, whenever I tell anybody to do anything at work or mm-hmm. anywhere – podcast where it doesn't matter i'm always like hey can you do this because x y and z mm-hmm. because that's something that makes me so resentful when people are like just do it because i said so and yeah. i'm like that doesn't help me <laughs> yeah. i'm to put your head through a wall <laughs> so you grew up with a fear of authority yeah as you know most it's what they want you to do <laughs> um so when you started you said you started smoking weed in college mm-hmm. how did that happen um there was a, a girl that I liked that. Yeah, it's always the like, fucking. It's a, you want it? I was yeah, like, okay. fucking peer pressure with the girls that you like. Um, so what, what year was this? I was this freshman? For the first time. Uh, yeah, freshman year. I'm sorry, I cut you off. What did you say? Uh, she was also the reason I drank for the first time. Whoa. <laughs> this seems like a bad influence. I believe that's what they're called, bad influences. So let's go through it. So you get to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get to school, is it there like this, like feeling of I'm free, I can do whatever I want, or are you just are you still living at home, or are you living on campus? Um, I was living on campus. Okay. Um, but I was still afraid. I was like, yeah. oh, they're gonna like kick me out or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, you can understand that. I can understand that. So then, where did you meet this girl? Um, in college, she was uh in a bunch of my classes. Okay. Well, that's yeah. More specifically, it's just in classes. Yeah. Take us oh, through what happened. Class? Oh, <laughs> um, no. So you meet you, you're in a bunch of classes together. You're obviously majoring in the, or you're still doing the. I'm assuming a lot of the freshmen are in the same classes because they make you do the fundamental. Uh, what was it? The uh, what was it? foundation. Foundation. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> they make you do the foundation classes first. Mm-hmm. So you're in a lot of classes with her, and then what happens? You just hit it off, and you're like, "Hey, we should hang out." Yeah, she was just nice and wanted to hang out with me, and those. Who that asked I... who to hang out first? She asked me to hang out first. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was very desirable. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I didn't feel like I 
due to the anxiety, I didn't feel like I was very liked by other people. Yeah. Even though I, I totally am. <laughs> yeah, we love you. <laughs> Figured that out in therapy. Um, <laughs> uh, trust me, I got scars all over my body to prove how much people don't like me. Um, yeah, so anytime anybody showed me any affection, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was easy to influence. So she, yeah. So we're going to talk about it. So she wants to hang out. And then is this the first time you guys hang out where she's like, hey, do you want to smoke weed? Um, what was first, the drinking or the weed? The first was drinking. Okay. This was uh, in um, in a group setting. There was this. Uh, so a party. Kind of. It was like an, an under 18 club. Or, sorry, under 21 club. You had to be 18. Yeah. Um, under 18. Boston. What are you talking about? <laughs> Talking about Jeremy Epstein's club. Oh, sorry. Inappropriate. Uh, uh, <laughs> market, cut it. Um, it <laughs> so you guys go, because, yeah, we have those. Those are real popular in Daytona. They have, like, mm-hmm. teen nights, so it's, like, 18 to, like, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, or even sometimes it's, it'll be, like, 16 to 20 just because it's one of those things where, like, no alcohol is served. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys go to this under-21 club. Uh, first we were in her dorm room, and yeah. uh, she was like, oh, we're pre-gaming, and she hands me, like, a couple – those what are the nips yeah the little things and i was like oh i don't want to and she was like no Ooh, no, so, no but so you this should. is this yeah this is important yeah. did you say i don't want to or i don't i don't want to you just said i don't want to you didn't yeah. say i don't drink you said i don't want to mm-hmm. okay that's important because when you're peer pressuring someone if they say they don't want to do it you can convince them to do it <laughs> that's allowed so back <laughs> yeah but if they say i don't drink you're an asshole if you try to convince them yes so I that's just, very important i just didn't want to yeah but she was like no but do it you should. Like, oh. oh, sorry. I didn't know I should. <laughs> well, I mean, if I should. So let's set the let's set the scene. How far into college are you at this point? Um, I think we'd finished the first semester. I think. Okay, so you're semester. you've been in classes with her a lot and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but this is the first time you're hanging out. Yeah. So she was like, "Hey, how does it happen? Did she say, "Hey, come to my dorm room," or did she go, "We're going out to a club. You should come," or like, what happened? Uh, yeah. It was, uh, do you want to come out to this club with me and? Turn other making names the first here. move. Yeah. Hey, if Mighty Ducks 3 taught us anything, <laughs> make them make like, the first move. I was like, okay, sure. Um, and she was like, all right, we're going to meet in my dorm room first to like get ready and like okay. do our makeup and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So then I got ready myself at my dorm. Yeah. I didn't, I she was like, I'm not getting <laughs> there's, ready. Uh, there's only one mirror. So well, and also it's like I'm not going to show up to someone's dorm room that I am interested in <laughs> not ready, not like not made up. up. Yeah, up. right. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, your mind? <laughs> come over and no, I, I just naturally to, look like this. <laughs> I have to kill like an hour and a half while everybody else gets ready, and then um, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pregame before we go because they don't serve alcohol there." Yeah, uh, to minors. Um, so yeah, it's um, kind of the whole idea she, of the under twenty one club. Uh, she handed me a That's couple. The business and I, model. <laughs> I did only have one because it tasted fucking. Disgusting. What was it? Do you remember? It was a uh, peach vodka. Yeah. Uh, like, what the? No, this is gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> um. So you yeah. have one, and do you just drink the whole thing? Yeah. And then were you like, <laughs> know, did you try to like... look cool in front of her? Were you like, yes, no problem? <laughs> no. No, you just completely no, I, were like, ew. I, I played into the, um, I'm just naive. Yeah. <laughs> and then what happens? You go to the club? Uh, yeah, then we went. And Are they all was... hammered? Yeah, everybody drank more than me. Um... Well, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Autumn. <laughs> you had one ounce and a half of booze. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, everybody was acting real silly at the club, and I just—I I wasn't into it. I think I went to that same club again, like a year later, with some other people, and I still didn't like it. Um, it was like a—it used to be a gay club. And yeah. Now it's now it's for everybody. Um, and it was like 
the second time I went, this guy was like grabbing my hips and like touching me. And I was like, get the fuck off me. And yeah. I was like, do not touch me. And he was like, what? I'm gay. And I was like, that doesn't, why I do you still don't want to be touched? So you shouldn't be touching me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I well, have even away, less sense. Get away from me. <laughs> um, so, but how did that, I'm, you know me, I love the little details of stories. Yeah. So how does the night end? Um, do you just go home? And if there's anything you don't want to talk about, you don't have to talk about it, You already know that. But <laughs> like, do you not talk to that person again? Well, obviously you do because you end up smoking weed with them. So yeah. like, do you guys end up like dating? Do you end up hanging out after? Like what happens? Uh, we, I don't think we were ever dating, dating. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we did hung out, hang out a few more times. And then I realized that I didn't like her personality. Yeah, that's always a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. When you're like, I was like, oh, you're I don't so have... pretty and you gave me attention and you're yeah. dud. It was like, well, I don't, I just don't have fun with her. So yeah. So when, what out. was the weed? Was that how long after was the weed thing? Um, I think a couple months. Um, okay. So you were hanging out on and off for a little while. Yeah. And then was the weed situation the same situation where it's um, like, come hang out. We're going to go out somewhere. And then. No, that one was just me and her. Um, we dun, like dun, dun. <laughs> we went to like a, a park near the school. Yeah. Um, and just like crouching behind a tree, like smoking. <laughs> so what but what happened? Was she like, hey, smoke this? And you were like, no, I don't want to. And she was like, well, actually, you should. Oh, was no, it the was, same thing? <laughs> I was into it that time. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> OK. What was the what was the difference for you between the, the drinking and the, the weed? The fact that one, you were so anti and then one you were kind of was it just being at school longer? You were just like, yeah, let's do it. I don't know. I think. In my mind, like, I still feel this way. I feel like weed is less bad yeah. than drinking. I agree with that. Yeah. As someone who drinks or drank <laughs> way too much, I yeah. would totally agree with but that. I feel like it's a lot more addictive to drink like, Oh, alcohol. drinking? Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Like, well, and also it's one of those things, too, where drinking, obviously, and Matt Fulshron, a friend of the show, has a great bit about it where he's like, is anything you smoke really good for you? Mm-hmm. Which is true, but I would also argue just from my experience that Drinking is literal poison. Mm-hmm. Like it affects your kidneys and your liver and your just overall your brain, your body, like all of that stuff. Yeah. So like if you drink too much on a daily basis like I did, like it will kill you. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know a ton of people who smoke weed all day, every day, and they just get fat. Like they're fine. <laughs> you know what I mean though? It's like uh-huh. – it's like they're, they're they're not going to their doctor and they're like, yeah, your liver's failing, mm-hmm. which is what happened to me when I woke up in the ER and they're like, yeah, your kidneys are gone. Like you're, you're dying. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you messed up your organs. <laughs> yeah. So I would agree with you that it's, weed is not nearly as terrible as drinking is. Mm-hmm. But it's such a thing with the culture, mm. like, you know, in college and everything like that. So like because you went to a pretty big high school, you know, 200 and. 30 kids isn't small. Mm-hmm. Were there a lot of kids like getting crazy at your high school? Cause it was a trade school. So were more people there because they were like, Oh, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Or was it just like any other, you know, school um, where you get, you know, a bunch of 15 to 18 year olds together and they go crazy. <laughs> uh, I think there was a good bit of partying going on. I'm not sure I wasn't invited to any of it. I, neither um, was I, but I just know because I went to such a big school and you would always hear, and I was on the football team, so you'd always hear the stories of like, dude, you guys got so wasted. And I'm just yeah. in the corner like, sounds nice. <laughs> Must have been Cool, fun. guys. <laughs> okay, so then when you get to, it was, is, are, are art schools, and I've talked about this with a lot of people who've majored in like theater and graphic design and stuff like that, because 
we're all grownups now mm-hmm. and a lot of us are in the arts. You, me, a lot of the people who will come on this podcast and a lot of us are a little, you know, we're a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I assume going to a school for the arts, there'd be a lot of like a different kind of partying, like not frat parties and football pregames, but mm-hmm. there would still be excessive drug use and alcohol use and stuff like that. Is that mm-hmm. the case at the art school that you went to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so when you smoked weed for the first time, did that become a thing? Was that like a thing you were doing now or was that just the one time? Um, it was every now and then I'd do it like... Same person? No. Okay. I stopped hanging out with her very shortly after that. Okay. Did you have to... You did the breaking? I did do the breaking. <sighs> Cutthroat <laughs> autumn. Um, did you say, I just don't like your personality? No. You can never say that. <laughs> I forget what I said. Was it, I think she had... <laughs> she had like sent me a message to like instigate the like becoming official kind of thing yeah where she was like i'm really into you and i was like i don't feel the same way oh how did that go because i know i have a very difficult time with this because of the constant need to be loved obviously Mm -hmm. why i stand on stage and tell strangers jokes Mm -hmm. uh, because i'm like just like me uh how was that for you as a person because i have my experience where someone's really into you and you're like, yeah, shit. <laughs> was that difficult for you to be like, I do love all this attention and I do love that you're cool. Yeah. But like, I'm just not into it. Yeah, it was hard. For that's sure. a very mature thing to do. We had a, we had a lot of mutual friends, too. So that's a who got um, the friends in the breakup. We all did. Oh, you guys yeah, just stayed friends. We were just kind of in the same circle still. So will you still be at parties and stuff like hanging out Um. or get togethers or like? No, I don't think we ever maybe like. Two or three more times in the rest of college. Oh, really? I would okay. See her at the same like event that I was yeah. at. So. And then where you're just like, ugh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We don't. We're we're positive here. Yeah, it's fine. It's a positive podcast. <laughs> Damn, you just laid the hammer down. So did you? Every time I've been hit on since then, it's been while I was with Gage. So yeah. it makes it a lot easier. I could be like, I'm sorry, I'm in a relationship. Yeah, you just go, hey, asshole, back <laughs> off. Show him your engagement ring. Yeah. Smack him across the face with it. That's what my mom used to do. She used to turn her engagement ring around and go like that. I mean, I deserved it because I'd be like, mom, 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 mm-hmm. mom, mom. And then she'd go, whack. And I'd go, okay, I'm done. Um, but that's what you need to do. When guys hit on you, just turn it around and smack him across the face. One of these days. One of these days. So throughout the rest of your college career, because this both happened when you were a freshman. Mm-hmm. Did you, you said you had only gone to a couple parties in college. Mm-hmm. So did you continue like drinking and smoking and like hanging out with people or what, like what ended up happening? Um, like if it was happening, like other people were doing it, I would have like one drink. Okay. Like, I never had like a, a problem with it. It was just like, it didn't taste good and I didn't yeah. enjoy it. Have so. you ever been blackout drunk before? No. Lucky son of a gun. I've also never had a hangover. What? Ever? <laughs> Ever. Wow. The most drunk I've been was I had like three drinks at like a restaurant. And then um, when I was walking home, I was like, ooh. And I had was this here in New York? Yeah. I had to <laughs> come, come meet me at the train station. <laughs> really? It was uh, like after work, some of us went out. I had to have a, you know, the producer, Raul, like walk me to the train station. <laughs> So then I got on the train, and then once I got off, Gage was waiting for me at the train station. <laughs> I just started taking uh, improv classes. Yeah. And uh, the thing I made sure to do on the first time was find, like, the nicest man that would uh, walk me to the train station. Oh, really? Yeah. 
You always got to have protection. Just, that's important. Always a man that's willing to walk me somewhere. <laughs> always a man. I would make that the title, but that's going to, that's, that's, that's going to, that's, that might be too <laughs> induendo-y. Mm-hmm. So then, but you did continue to smoke. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you do, I, I've never asked you this. Do you have like a thing, like a vice that you do now? Like a what? Like a vice that you do on like a regular oh. basis now? Um, yeah, I take edibles too often. Okay. How did <laughs> you get it. into edibles? Um, I didn't like the smoking part of smoking. Mm-hmm. And then someone told me that you could just eat something and then it would. You, when was this? Was this in New York or was this back in school? Uh, back in Boston. Okay. And then that just like, opened oh, up. Oh shit, really? <laughs> so did that open up like a whole new world for you? Yeah. Um, I'm really good at baking. <laughs> no. So you make your own. I do, yeah. You do the whole like THC oil and the butter and the whole mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. So talk about how did you like how did, did were you always good at baking and like you just kind of put one and one together and made two? Yeah. I love baking. <laughs> so is that like a thing that you guys do now? Like you just make on the weekends you're just like brownies and cookies yeah. and I wish I wasn't sober all the time. Uh, because I can that, make you, I can make you regular brownies. I love a good brownie. Who I would have love to make regular in addition to the weed stuff, so then we can <laughs> continue eating them after. You should bring like a bunch of weed brownies home for the holidays <laughs> and not tell anybody. That Actually, would be hilarious. Um, my mom works at a dispensary now. Oh, really? Yeah, which is funny because when I was in like living with her, she was extremely anti-weed. Yeah. Like I wanted to get into it when I was in high school, but I did you, didn't. Did you have that conversation with her? No, it was just, just she like was, you just knew she was against it. Yeah, it was just like you know how parents sometimes are just like, if I ever catch you doing this, I'm gonna yeah. kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, <laughs> cool. Glad my life is on the line. Thanks for the Pass heads up. Pass the salt, please. Thanks, mom. Can I have some more water? Thank you. Um, <laughs> My dad once we were at a we we're at like IHOP, and he was like, "If you ever develop an eating disorder, you're going to be in trouble." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> just like I'm, out of nowhere. I got my short stack right here, pops. So don't even worry about it. That's a weird thing. Yeah, I did develop an eating disorder later, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, who hasn't? I well, I have a bit I'm telling on stage now, but it was weird because. I used to be the puke and rally guy. Mm-hmm. So like I would drink too much. And my older sister, Emily, shout out to you. She taught me this. Mm-hmm. So I used to drink too much at parties and then I'd be sick and I'd have to go lay down. And then as I got older, my older sister was like, so in my, I didn't start drinking until like 18 ish. And then in my twenties, my older sister was like, you know, you can just go throw up and you'll feel better. <laughs> and I, I, it, I never clicked. Mm-hmm. And then I would just go throw up puke and rally, boot and rally. There's different terms for it. But then I got older and like, I still have that same mentality mm-hmm. so like if i ever have like the slightest stomach ache like if i drink too much pre-workout or if i eat too much and my stomach hurts i'll just be like oh i'll just go throw up because mm-hmm. then i will feel so much better mm-hmm. and i did that in front of tracy one time and she like she was like do we need to go to the emergency room like do we need to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and i was like no i just ate too much pizza like i feel fine now she goes that's you're bulimic that's <laughs> bulimic like what's wrong with you and i was like i just didn't feel good <laughs> but to your point <laughs> I didn't realize I had an eating disorder until I was 35. Yeah. So. Like, oh, wait a minute. I was like, I just don't feel good when I eat too much. She's like, then don't eat too much. Like, what? You're not supposed to eat everything and then feel sick and throw up. Like, mm-hmm. just stop eating. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so for you now, do you – what is the edible thing like? Because you make them yourself, but is mm-hmm. that like one, is something that – is that something you do all the time or just on occasion or like um. – 
couple times a week. Okay. And that's the interesting thing now too, because weed was so, like you said about your mom and my family was the same way. Like you just don't do drugs, Mm -hmm. which is weird because everyone in my family drinks like, like we're going to run out, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay. And then I, I still to this day have like a weird thing about weed Mm -hmm. where if my friends do it, I don't care. People around me are smoking all the time. Like I really don't care. But this was revealed to me dating Savannah was because I found like a little pipe in one in the nightstand one day. And I was like, and this is when I was like, you know, eight months into being sober. And I was like, don't smoke weed. Like, I don't like to be around weed smokers. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm dating you, don't smoke. And now in hindsight, I realize how idiotic that was. Mm -hmm. Like, so stupid. But I don't know. It was just instilled in me as a kid. It's like, weed is so bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, cocaine is so bad. <laughs> and I was talking about this with Zach last week, but the first time I saw cocaine, I was just like, <gasps> that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's from the movies. Yeah. Wait, like, wait, that's real? I was like, that's a thing? <laughs> so when you were in college and stuff, did you, obviously before COVID and everything, did you hang out with people who did harder drugs? No. Um, I did see someone do coke once where... Um, it was, was this at the were, Oscars party? No. They were uh, shooting... Uh, part of a movie um, at the Museum of Fine Arts, which was right down the block from my school. Okay. Um, and uh, me and a bunch of the other film kids were like, oh, we'll just go, we'll just go like have a look. Yeah. Um, and we ended up like getting onto set. Um, That's awesome. On with, purpose or yeah. by accident? Yeah. We just walked up and we were like, hey, we go to the school down there. We're oh, so they were like, yeah, come on students. in. And they were like, yeah. Oh, that's come, so fucking cool. Them. Yeah, so I got to watch, um, I got to sit with the one of the producers he was watching, uh, like, on the monitor. Mm-hmm. The dailies? Then, like, way far away, they were, like, actually shooting. Um, and uh, he just <laughs> pulls out, like, a little keychain thing and just puts some coke down and just snorts it. and then just keeps, What? And then just keeps looking at the screen, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> were you f- obviously freaked out? Yeah. <laughs> How did you respond? Did you just not say anything? I just didn't say anything. Yeah, you can't say anything. No. And you then can't say anything. Later, um, we ended up like leaving at like midnight, um, me and my friends. We were just like walking down the street. I was like, the producer did coke in front of me. <laughs> was everyone like, what? And I was like, oh, that's funny. And I was like, it's, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's so uneasy because now I obviously in doing so much coke, uh, you know, younger and stuff like that. Like now it doesn't bother me. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Like I've sat next to people shooting up and I just, it doesn't phase me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was you talk- just like see people doing that walking down the street. Well, yeah. And in New York people like you see tourists like freak out and I go, this is like, like, I don't know what you guys mm-hmm. are doing. I was interesting. I was talking to somebody about this last week and they were like, long story short, they were doing like a wellness check on an ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and they were like, I was so nervous. I was going to walk in and he was going to be dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it clicked in my, I go, oh yeah, if you've not seen a dead body that way, like that can be startling. And it's yeah. still startling when you see it, but because I have seen friends die in front of me, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, it sucks, but it's not like, like the, the walls don't cave in. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh shit, fucking, I got to call somebody. But that, I'm so numb to it now. But when I first saw cocaine, like I was like, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Like people get killed over this stuff. Yeah. Like, I've seen movies. I've listened to rap music. Like, this is deadly stuff. Yeah. And people just do it willy-nilly. He had it in a keychain. Yeah. I can't. And all your friends were like, oh, that's hilarious. And you were like, what is happening? You're El Chapo. Yeah. So, that was was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. Uh, So, after that, the Oscars party you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. You said you'd only done two big parties Mm -hmm. in college. One was an Oscars party. I was exaggerating. It wasn't really like a party party. 
I was hoping that your friends got way too hyped about the Oscars. No, I'm sorry. It was just like eight of us sitting on couches. Are you into the Oscars? <laughs> um, like kind of. Like it's fun to watch, but then I know that it's like. Well, it's totally rigged. Like, yeah. It's interesting because obviously the Barbie thing is a big situation because they're mm-hmm. like, how does Ryan get it? How does the movie get it for best picture? But then Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig get nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it was the same thing with Moonlight. Remember when La 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 won? Uh, this is fun because I can talk. Because I know you were watching it. <laughs> so like they announced La La Land and everyone's like, what the fuck? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, never mind. Moonlight, Moonlighting. And everyone was like, wait, what's happening? So the reason I stopped watching the Oscars was because I was kind of like, like, I think it was the year, and don't get me wrong, I love a good Marvel movie. The year Infinity War or Endgame was up for Best Picture, I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. No fucking way. I'm out. So do you still, are you still, because you love movies like I do, are you still into it? Do you still watch it? Um, I don't watch it anymore. Um, Like it's. Are you protesting because of. <laughs> no, it's just oh. like the, the whole like hosting this is so stupid but like the way that they talk is just like so stilted yeah you know what i mean oh yeah and they're like presenting the awards and stuff so i just i'll watch like the highlights when people like post like the speeches when yeah. people win and that's it. i like some of the speeches i i'm not gonna lie to you when ricky gervais hosted the golden globes was that two or three years ago mm-hmm. i was kind of into that because i'm big on obviously like i have certain bits where people are like oh you should change this because it's funnier and i go yeah but that's not the truth like i'm real big on like calling it out Mm -hmm. and so when he was like don't get up here he's like you work for corporations that like literally fund slavery like don't get up Mm -hmm. here and preach about this or that and all that and i was kind of like fuck yeah man like (laughs) get him because there is that there is a weird thing because he was like if isis started a streaming network you guys would all be first in line to like and he's right yeah i'm the same way where i like i think i have these morals and these high grounds that i sit on but if someone came to me and was like, hey, we're going to buy your podcast, but we need you to fall off the wagon, <laughs> I would be like, uh, but I'd give it like a thought where I'd be it, like, yeah. eh, maybe, maybe not. And obviously, I don't think I would, but you never know until you're put in that position. Mm-hmm. So I do like it. The thing that bugs me about the Oscars now is that it's when people get up there and it's like, they don't like they're not accepting the like they're not acknowledging the work mm-hmm. like they're using it as a platform to talk about something else, which I guess is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but this was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about the movie. Do you guys want to talk about the movie? <laughs> the reason we're all here. Did you guys like the movie? So do you. Um, what was your favorite movie this year? Ooh. So far. It's a good question. I watched Dungeons and Dragons uh, on a plane. Do you like it? I loved it. I really loved it. It was so good. <laughs> um. I don't know. I have like the the AMC stubs. Yeah. So, like go to the movies too much. Do you do you engage go like all the time? Yeah. Love but that. But <laughs> well, have you seen Saltburn yet? Yes, I watched Saltburn. That was aggressive. <laughs> that movie was aggressive. We're not going to spoil anything, but it was aggressive. Do you get high and go to the movies? Yeah, that's the only like out in public. Okay, so normally when you get high, you stay home. Yeah, normally it's at 8.30 p.m. And then I do Playing not, some video games. Yeah, and I do not leave bed. the couch again. <laughs> okay. But when you get high to go to movies, is it, do you ever does it ever turn on you? No, it's always fun. Okay, good. <laughs> have you, you've never done like mushrooms or anything like that, have you? No. Yeah. Okay. That's something everyone keeps telling me I have to try, but I haven't tried it. Mm. I don't think I will try it. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. always like, oh, you have to be in a happy place. And I'm like, do you not hear what I talk about? <laughs> yeah. I got a scar that That's runs down my forehead, for <laughs> like because I got into a fight yeah. and I wanted to prove a point. Like, 
what is this happy place? <laughs> I don't even think I own property in that area, <laughs> in that neighborhood. What are some movies that came out this year? Uh, movies that came out this year. Uh, Saltburn was a really big one. Oh, well, 2023, I guess. Because mm. nothing's really, it's just now 2024. Uh, Saltburn was a big one. Did you see Wonka? I did see Wonka. What the did you think of sucked. that? Really? <laughs> yeah. Hot take. We'll get off the uh, drinking stories and <laughs> drug stories for a moment. What do you mean it sucked? I thought it was going to be like fun bad, but it was just bad. I don't know. It was I like... heard the second act is really good, but the or the first and the third act were really good. The second act kind of loses everybody. But you just didn't like it at all. I was really trying for the first like 20 minutes and then after that. See, I think it's interesting because in this one, he's so well, like he loves everybody. And then obviously when he gets older, he hates everybody. Yeah. So I think they're going to come out with one to meet in the middle where it's like they have to because there's such a disparity. Well, because it doesn't the first I haven't seen it. Doesn't the first doesn't this one end with like everyone loves everybody? Yeah. Everybody's so happy and they've built the factory. Spoiler. Sorry. (laughs) Don't watch it. It's fine. I love (laughs) Timothy Chalamet, though. He's fine. What? Dune? <laughs> You're not a Dune person? I didn't dislike Dune, but I wasn't really into it. Like, it was really pretty. Yeah, it's, it's um, very well shot. I also haven't read the book, so maybe that's why I wasn't so into it. <laughs> that's a callback, everybody. <laughs> very um, good. <laughs> I'm a big fan of... Um, I always say her name wrong. Zendaya. 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 <laughs> Zendaya. Zendaya. I always want to say Zenaday, but I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> I think Zendaya. if you don't know how to say it, you should just go completely wrong. <coughs> so maybe I should say Zendaya. Yeah. <clears throat> Zendaya. Zendaya. I think it's Zendaya. I'm not 100% sure now. Shit. I'm a big <laughs> fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the strong – her, Zoe Kravitz, I'm a really big fan of. I mm-hmm. like that it's like strong – like female lead. Like mm-hmm. I don't like it when they like make the female characters like – that's why – did you see Rebel Moon yet? No, I haven't yet. So that one was another one where the the – the leads like a strong because I grew up around sisters like mm-hmm. my sisters were the ones who like used to yell at the bullies on the bus and stuff like that for me. So I don't know. I've got this weird. It's probably Freudian like thing about like strong female leads. Mm-hmm. So I like those kind of movies when it's I don't like it when it's like. Like that's the one thing I and I, this you might hate me for this. That's <laughs> the one thing I disliked about Barbie mm-hmm. was the fact that. Right, they like, and, and I understand why they did it because they're talking about the patriarchy currently and presently in the in the discourse of today, but like how Ryan was so amped up, mm-hmm. like to an eleven, and then was just like talking shit to Margot Robbie and like I was really like fucking punch him in the dick, like what are we doing? <laughs> that was my one gripe with that movie was, mm-hmm. and I said this on stage, but it wasn't very well received. But it was like, why would Ryan? Why would you make Ryan Gosling the hero of a movie about women empowerment? Like mm-hmm. that's, so I don't know. What did you think of Barbie? Did you like it? I did really like Barbie. Yeah. It was so bright. I mean, I've seen it like 15 Until times. it was sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Saltburn's the only one I can think of because I just saw that recently and it was disgusting. <laughs> so that's why it just sticks out in my mind. Yeah. Anything else good? Anything else good on TV you've been watching? You. Um, on TV. Let's run through it. Beef. Did you see Beef? Beef, no. Did you see The Bear? Yes. Did you see Succession? Yes. What did you, you like Succession? I was real into Succession. <laughs> okay. Not so much into The Bear. I, I watched the first season and I was so into it, but it's, I'm sure everyone says this is just like really tense. Yeah. Um, so I haven't started the second season yet because I need to be in a mood. I had to stop watching the first season because <laughs> I work in the restaurant industry. Yeah. And there's that one episode where they turn the to-go thing on. It's like, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Okay. 
So Succession, that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> you liked it? I did. I loved it. You're not serious, people. <laughs> One of the greatest lines ever. I've never seen it, but that line has been circulating. Maybe. Oh, fucking Godzilla. Oh, yeah. The, Godzilla was my favorite movie. Of the the 110. Year, what is it called? Godzilla. Minus one. Minus one. Do you know they only made that for like $12 million? Really? Yeah. And it's like fantastic. Yeah, it looks great. I got to see that. All right. Put it on your list, everybody. Godzilla <laughs> minus one. Plug everything one more time, Autumn. Um, you should come to Gotham Production Studios if you're in New York City and want to record a podcast. Um, I produce Help with Natalie Cuomo. You can subscribe to her fourth wall and buy merch at helpwithnatalie.com. Um, and my Instagram is at Autumn Foss. Boom. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening at Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the one-man show, also titled X Drinking Buddy, a comics look at life, near-death, recovery, and redemption. Yeah, we'll talk to you all next week. That was perfect. Thanks for coming on, Autumn. That was fun.